You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. I am thrilled to introduce you to Rachel Crow Spreading Wings. She is the first head of content for the Institute of Canadian Agencies. Before joining the ICA, Rachel worked for news networks like CTV, ABC, Fox as a video journalist, live community reporter, anchor, and producer. Rachel is also the founder and CEO of her own fashion line, Apani. Rachel is from the Kainai First Nations in Southern Alberta. She grew up in a small Montana mountain town, and her greatest piece of advice is to be fearless in the pursuit of your passion. Rachel, thank you for being here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. This is going to be amazing. I've been looking forward to this. No, and, and, and so have I, because this is a very special episode in the sense that this is a, as my grandma would say, feed two birds with one grain recording, mm, because this mm-hmm. episode will not only uh, syndicate and air on Marketing News Canada and all of our channels, but also this is the uh, first episode of ICA's uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be launching that and getting that off the ground and connecting with people worldwide and putting Canada on, you know, the center stage. That's amazing. And those that have yet to become a member of ICA or maybe have seen the acronym or the logo around, tell me about what this organization is all about. You know, Coming into the ICA was new for me, coming from journalism. It's a whole new world. So I find the best way that I can kind of describe the ICA for people who aren't familiar with the industry itself is we're like an advocacy for an entire sector of experts and those experts being the creative department who push out all of the campaigns for the brands right and sometimes when you have relationships you might need a mediator to kind of help pave the way so that both parties achieve what they want and I think that would be the easiest way that I could and the shortest way to describe what the ICA does for the entire sector of the ad agency, sales and marketing, and PR and media. I mean, we are here to help. We're here to build bridges. We're here to connect communities and cultures. That's incredible. So um, really kind of get into the weeds of it all. PitchWatch is a service that the ICA provides where I can speak from an agency perspective, and, and maybe brands have been on the other side of a pitch watch where if a brand puts out an RFP, puts out an um, opportunity for people to bid, but they, they're a little sneaky, or, or maybe they don't mean to be sneaky, but they ask for a bunch of free work that they'll own in the process of the pitch, the ICA kindly and very maturely and in a very kind of protective manner calls them out on it. Right. I think the the first example of that that comes to mind is when Scott first joined the team and there was kind of a push me pull you as it were with the Toronto Zoo and he actually had everybody I guess all of the agencies within the entire sector say no like we need to figure out a a better way to achieve what it is that you want and also get what we need to create, right? Because at the end of the day, everybody needs to make a living. Yeah. And and let's talk about Scott. You mentioned his name, who is the president 
Um, I love Scott. <laughs> right, right. And and so I, I there's so many organizations that, that brands can join, that agencies can join, and, and there's a lot of them out there. There's CMA, Canadian Marketing mm-hmm. Association. There's even the American Marketing Association who has a strong presence in Canada. Uh, ironically, in BC, um, AMA, the American Marketing Association, has a much stronger presence than the Canadian Marketing Association. There's there's IABC, there's CPRS, but but I find Scott so fascinating, so provocative, so interesting, and so protective of our agencies. And so, and so tell me about you. You probably know him better than I, and and you see him day to day. What what's it like getting to work with Scott, and and why do you think he is so the right person for this job? I think what Scott brings to the table is um, a really unique perspective because he isn't from Canada. So he can kind of help guide agency in a in a different way, you know, coming from the UK and all of his experience there. I think also you're right, like he really cares about protecting agency and that doesn't just mean the companies, that means the people that make up the companies that operate within agency, right? And for me, with Scott, like, I, you can talk to him about anything. I mean, you can talk to him about business. You can talk to him about personal stuff. You can talk to him about ideas about changing the world. And it's always with an open mind and a willingness to learn. And I find that so refreshing. Um <clears throat> As much as I love being a journalist and loved my time working for the networks, um, you kind of don't have time to slow down. And being with the ICA and learning from Scott, like you kind of have to slow down a little bit and, and take a look at a bigger picture in a way that maybe you're not really used to seeing, you know? and minding relationships that maybe before didn't mean as much because you couldn't see the big picture. And so that's one of the things that I really find quite fascinating about, I've only been here for just over, let's see, almost six months. So I, I've really been able to learn a lot and, um, And remembering the biggest thing, I think, is remembering everybody's humanity, whether you're talking to a CEO of another company, they might be going through something, um, a client, or even in this situation, like we don't know what the other person is going through, right? And so you need to be mindful in your interactions with people because there might be underlying stuff while also wanting the projects to move forward. I hope I answered that question. I feel like that was a really long answer, but <laughs> he's a, it's just a, such a fascinating industry, you know, and um, I think that there are, there are opportunities to really make stride, strides forward, not only in the business world, but also with humanity and we need that right now we need that so much across the board in in every aspect of everybody's lives that's amazing and this being episode one uh, what can we expect uh from this season of uh the ica podcast and, and what are you excited oh about my gosh. for this show <laughs> i 
have so many ideas, I wouldn't even know where to start. So I think one of the things that I'm excited to bring to our members and to, um, I would like to be, you know, reaching out to some of the younger talent that is out there. So going with, you know, some TikToks and, you know, using social media platforms. But anyway, going back, I think that one of the things that I'm really excited to do is to um, really help the Indigenous community to know what is out there, what they can get involved in, and also opening that door for all of the people that we work with, all of our members, um, even just individuals getting to know what land space they're on. You know, it's important. Like I was reading the bottom fine print of an email from somebody who is not in the Southern Alberta region, but they do have some businesses out here. And it, it said that they're acknowledging that the work that they do is in all of these tribal areas and, and Blackfoot country. And it just, it just meant a lot because I felt like there is that connection and that connection is so key to the success of moving forward in the country, whether you're coming here for work, whether you've been here for 10 generations, whether you're an indigenous person that's been here since the beginning. You know, it's time that we really come together and help each other move forward so that we're all successful. That is awesome. Yeah, and, and so that's like the big thing. <laughs> That is amazing. So people are going to want to know, you're going to be hosting this podcast. You're going to be hosting the <laughs> mm -hmm. show. Um, mm -hmm. Tell me about your name. Tell me about because it's so cool. And, and, and what does that mean? So my last name, Crow Spreading Wings, is actually a, one of several translations of the name. And I have been told by different people. So I'm just going to go with what my dad told me. So the old man... Crow Spreading Wings was my great-great-grandfather. And is that right? Yeah. Yep. Sorry. Had to count. Um, and when they made the treaties out here in southern Alberta, they took the name of the head of the household and put it as the last name. So his name was Crow, Spreads, Crow Spreading Wings While Standing. And that was um, what he saw in his vision. Um, he was a winter warrior, so those warriors are kind of, I guess, what you would say are the elite warriors because when you're going out in the middle of the winter time, it can be hard to, you know, cover your tracks, right? Like you have to be extra sneaky and everything. And it's dangerous because of the weather. So that's, that's who he was. And um, yeah, that's where our name comes from on on my dad's side. That is awesome. Do you get asked that a lot? Like people want to know? Like, um, not a lot, actually. And in, um, oh, because I was saying before that there's different translations. So in Browning, um, which is just on the other side of the border, it's yeah. uh, crow spreads his wings. And then there's oh. other family members here that use crow spreads wings. And then in Siksika, also crow spreads his wings. So, oh, yeah, I got crow spreading wings. So, I mean, I figured my dad knew what he was talking about. For that one. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. 
Um, I was gonna make sure that we got everything. Mm-hmm. So make sure that first, yeah, okay, we're good. It's uploaded. <coughs> Lovely. Um, do you, have any, do you have any guests coming up that I could ask about? Or is that, do you want to? Um, not yet. Yeah. Okay, we're, okay, okay, I'm not going to go so, there. No, that'd be yes. awkward. So just, um, yeah, we're just waiting on a few things to be ironed out. And yes. we're also, it's kind of like things will be clear after the whole negotiation time. So, okay. yeah. Oh, after so, your own job negotiating. No, 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 no. Um, like the actress stuff. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so like Scott's been really wrapped up with that, and so we were hoping it would be done, and then we could kind of focus yeah. on a launch date and stuff. So That's we're amazing. still a little ironing that. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Continuing yeah. on. Beautiful. Um, tell me about ICA and kind of events that you guys do, or some of the other work that happens within the ICA, because I, as a member, and I, I, I could share from my perspective, but but from you, the stuff you're seeing, because I'm probably even not seeing 100% of everything, because so much happens all the time at the ICA. That is true. So, um, we have the FE Awards um, submissions just closed, and so that is the award show, and uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to explain it. So... For me, it's kind of like the most exciting time so far. Anyway, there's probably going to be lots more exciting times. But uh, just from all of the stuff that I've been putting together and researching about the Effies and everything that Grace has been telling me, I'm so excited to see what is being submitted by all of our member agencies. And of course, who the winners are going to be, but we won't know that for a while. Um, And... You'd have to talk to Grace about who the judges are because I don't, I am not in in that mix at the moment. Um, but once that is all decided and everything, I am definitely going to have them on in a in a panel discussion and talk to them about you know what is key for them, what they look for. Because I mean, I could I could give you the rundown of you know, what the rules are, but like for them, you know, what, what is grabbing for them? What stands out for them? And I think that is going to be a really interesting conversation and hopefully give some tips for next year's submissions. So that, I guess that would be the big one. And then of course the idea competition is going to be coming up and that's how I got, how I first met the ICA and we met and um, was able to really lift up Jen Harper and um, Cheekbone Beauty. And that was such an amazing project to be a part of. And and that's what I mean about earlier when I was saying, like, there's so much that the ICA does that I'm learning about that I had no idea would be out there coming from the journalism world where you just kind of don't really have a moment to slow down and take a look around. You're always going to the next thing. It's go, go, go. And with this, it's like, wow, I, I was a part of this competition. You know, I helped somebody's dream come true. You know, like that's amazing. And then to see it in the Sephora's here in Alberta and to see her campaign and and just get excited about what other people are passionate about. Right. That's awesome. And, and those that don't know what the idea competition is, how did it work and, and what's the process? So, um, let me just bring this up. That is a really good question. And I, 
I just want to get the the thing up right here. Um, there are a few things that I don't know if I can totally talk about yet, so I, I might be a little bit vague um, because I know that like Bell's getting more involved than it was last year, but or, I don't or maybe, know. If... Maybe just tell us about how it operated last year. Okay. And, and what, it, what, what, what happened, maybe your experience and what you saw happen. Okay. So, all right. When I got involved last year with the IDEA competition, um, Scott had emailed me. He'd gotten my name from one of my coworkers at Bell because I was still at CTV Winnipeg. And he asked me if I would be on a panel of judges. And he talked to me about how it was important that the ad agency and sales and marketing really take into account their relationship with all the communities within Canada, but most especially starting with the Indigenous community. And that blew my mind. I was, I was floored. And so naturally, I wanted to know more about it. And I said yes right away after just knowing that. I was like, yes, I am involved. Just tell me what you need me to do. And um, they had, the ICA had put together a competition for Indigenous businesses to make a submission um, of their business and um, their idea for an ad campaign. So I believe there were 75 and then there was five that met all of the requirements. But I would have to double check, but that, that I believe that was the numbers. And one of them was Cheekbone Beauty. And it was such a beautiful campaign, right? The story and um, right being, if nobody's seen the campaign, right being R-I-G-H-T. Um, and, and they were basically taking back the images of Indigenous women in media and empowering them and also taking on MMIW and um, that we are people. And for some reason in this country, well, I suppose the United States too, um, indigenous women of this land are just not always seen as people, you know, or I guess aren't seen as people by a, a good number of others. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> But um, she became the winner, and I'm really glad that she did because she was already going to be going into Sephora, so she already had a foundation that would launch more of that campaign for her and get that in the eyes of people that may not have ever been exposed to the Indigenous community except for stuff that they couldn't relate to. So it didn't, they didn't understand. And now it's in front of everybody. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about the idea campaign or competition, idea competition. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and again, it gave uh, both agencies the inspiration to work with indigenous brands like Sidley, who uh, mm -hmm. worked with Cheekbone Beauty and uh, other organizations to say, hey, what does it mean to step it up? And get ulcers. I think it was a, a ton. I don't want to say, you know, hundred thousand dollars more of uh, collateral. They got they got uh, real estate from Bell, which was amazing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was amazing. So not only did they get the support of Sully, but they had a, a, an amazing opportunity to get it out there for the world to see uh, and hear this important message. And how serious of a business person an indigenous person can be, especially an indigenous woman, which I think breaks down a lot of barriers. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And for you, this kind of next year, what are you, what are you excited about kind of in the advertising agency world? What are, you, what are you hearing or seeing that kind of gets you revved up? Or what are issues that you want to tackle as a, you know, <laughs> journalist churned, you know, agency supporter? Oh, my gosh. Uh, again, so many. And I think that's what makes this role so beautiful and amazing because it can be all-inclusive, right? And I think that we need that because you can't be successful in one industry without understanding the people that you're catering to. And it's not just Toronto East or Toronto West. It's an entire country. And then also it's the United States. Like, I mean, I know that there are different countries, but for somebody like myself, like I just drop down to the States all the time. I mean, you know, pre-pandemic, of course, but it's like, it's just right there, you know, and, and, and being Blackfoot, my people are on both sides and being raised in a way that allows me to know that I have the right to be in both places because it's all one thing is something that I, that I relish in, I guess, and I I hope that I can help people make those connections. 
That is amazing. That is amazing. And with you and in, in kind of the, the role that you're playing, what are other, some other things that you do with your day? You're going to launch this podcast. Uh, content marketing is kind of the role. What, is, what else does that look like uh, for you? And especially with your background, what, what, your skills and experience. Well, I mean, video production, right? So yeah. I get to put things together and, um, you know, so like something like this, um, I can I can put our little music underneath and everything and go, get all of our little graphics in there and take bits and pieces and say, you know, maybe invite a guest and say, well, this was one of the things that I was talking about with Darian. I'd love to get your thoughts on this. When I think about how to develop content. I think about a lot of different bits and pieces being put together into one bigger story, right? So it could be maybe the half hour newscast twice a month where it's part of our podcast. And then, well, like I said, you can't be successful without knowing the people that you're catering to. So Maybe I'll go out and I'll interview some of our consumers out here so that people understand what is going through the consumer's mind and how they're shopping in southern Alberta or how they're shopping in northern Alberta. You know what I mean? I think that's important for our members because how are they supposed to be successful if they don't know what's going on everywhere? That was what I was trying to say earlier. And on both sides of the border, they're coming up here. Or we're going down there to shop, but we might be buying the same brand, right? It's just different prices. So where do you want to be more successful at? Obviously, you probably want, if you're in Canada, you want the Canadian consumers to be shopping there. But keep in mind, along the border, they might not be. So there's a lot of different stuff that we can do. Very cool. And with um, ICA, it's connection globally because, you know, ICA isn't just in Canada, correct? It's, it's all over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think that'll be really helpful for, um, let's say, let's talk about mental health, right? Mental health is a huge thing and you need to be taking care of your employees. You need to be taking care of yourself as a leader. And so let's sit down with some people from around the world and talk about what they're doing or things that they've discovered, maybe different ways, different things that they have incorporated at home because maybe they're still working from home. Are you getting up that extra hour? How is that contributing to your day? Um, let's talk to some of the people that I know that are in the fitness health industry and and ask them, you know, if you are living in a flat in the middle of London and you can't get to the gym, like what are some things that you can develop at home and get them out there? And just, I mean, I think that, like I said earlier, really connecting with the humanity of people is a key thing to what we need right now. And that's a big push across the industry in general. Yeah. is being truthful and being honest and saying, hey, I had a really bad weekend, you know, or I had a really amazing weekend. I'm kind of really ecstatic. You might have to bring me in to focus this meeting or conversation. Like, stuff happens. Yeah. No, I hear you. And, and do you guys interact much with, like, the other ICA offices? And wh- wh- Where are they maybe in the world? Like, what do you mean the other ICA offices? Like the other entities that are like, um, I think it's four A's in the United States. Is that what you mean? Um, is, is ICA only in Canada? Yes. 
Okay, and is there like a like a sister agency in like the UK or in Australia, or is there like a counterpart? They are, and I can't remember what the acronyms are right That's now. Okay. I think it's like okay. IPA is in the UK, and yeah. then and then the four A's in the US, and then. Okay. Yeah. So sorry. That's like. No, that's okay. No, it's okay. Okay. Do 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 you guys ever convene or kind of like share work or work together on projects in that sense? I haven't yet. Okay. Cool. But that's because I've been more focused on understanding what the industry is right now, and really immersing myself. So I know that you know Scott, Grace, Sumata, Ashley, Leah, of course. Um, they have all worked with a a number of people from around the country and, well, I guess agencies and um, also globally. But for myself, I've really been focused on getting this off the ground and making sure that when we're ready to set the launch date that it's all ready to roll and it's a successful endeavor because that's what I want it to be. That is awesome. That is really cool. And advice for those that are, um, you know, maybe either transitioning and thinking about transitioning from journalism, that side of the world, to working in kind of a, you know, marketing agency world, um, and and maybe advice for those that are looking to hire someone in the journalism field to come join the beautiful, amazing world of marketing and advertising. What's your two I pieces think of advice there? Yeah. Transitioning out, my piece of advice would be to be completely open to the possibilities and remembering that you're making the decision for a reason, whatever that reason is, whether it's family, personal, or you're burnt out, you know, there's a reason that it is time for you to make that move. And that's okay. And you can always go back. I mean, that's the thing with news, right? Like you can always go back. You can always start freelancing for somebody. There's opportunities out there, right? So it's one of those things that will always be there. People always want to know what's going on in the world, what's going on in their community. Um, and I think in terms of hiring, I think... <laughs> One of my pieces of advice for somebody who's hiring somebody who's transitioning out of the news is to remember and remind them that they can slow down. They don't have to rush, 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 because you have three hours to turn a story around that you might not know anything about, right? And so it's like you're always on the go. And that was the biggest thing for me was that I've had to really, like I said earlier, slow down. And so it's like Scott's like, you don't have to like go so fast. Like it's okay that like this is happening and this is going like this. And, you know, we're reaching out here and I'm like, oh, right. Okay. You know, it's not I don't have to like do this in five seconds. Right. Um, so that would be the big thing. But in terms of the, the skills, that's an amazing skill that somebody has, is the ability to be able to turn information around like that. Yeah. I no, mean, I don't, I don't know other people that can do that, that can just turn around and produce this information and tell you the story complete with a video. Mm -hmm. I mean, most journalists these days are their own editors and their own sound people and their own, I mean, writers, obviously, but 
they're doing the job of three people, right? So that is an amazing skill, doing the job of three people in one role. And then um, thinking outside the box, thinking about the connections, thinking about how you can turn things into content or, or take something and, and, and do a little bit more of investigative work from a different perspective because there's questions that I'm going to ask somebody that other people might not think to ask. Like my yeah. big question to people is, you know, what is Canadian identity? And so far, the best answer I've gotten is the search for Canadian identity. It, that's what Canadian identity is. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, kind of is, because it's so diverse across the country, unless you're talking about hockey and coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even then, I think Tim Hortons is now owned by an American, was it, RBI Brands? So. I think so, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's Hudson's Bay. Are they are they Canadian? Are they owned in Canada? I, I, I think they're I'm not American even owned. sure. Who, yeah, who I knows? I feel now, like right? they are. Or they were like until a few yeah. years ago. I feel like I should know that, but I don't. Yeah, yeah. I remember I like when the building like closed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. But we got like it's like the CBC. We've got like Schitt's Creek and Kim's Convenience, which are, again two great kind of you know almost descriptions of Canadiana in some ways. And, but then even that, it misses so much. I think, it, yeah, maybe that is. Maybe being Canadians, you can't really describe it. It's just Right, well, is. I mean, it's different. It's really different, right? Yeah. I mean, when you think about, and I think we've talked about this before, the Toronto East and Toronto West stuff. Yeah. Is, there's a whole mentality that is just kind of skips the prairies. Yeah. And we're very much here, right? Or I saw an article, and I won't say by who, yeah. but it was about the price of milk hmm. going up. And yeah. it didn't include the Northwest Territories. It didn't include any city north of Edmonton in hmm. the entire country. And I'm like, that is like, I'm sorry, that is not an accurate representation of hmm. the price of milk going up and being and consumers being impacted because people in the north are already paying out the nose for milk. Imagine yeah. what that's going to do to them. But that's not even talked about, right? Mm. Wow. No, it's it's yeah. And and do you hope that, that that your opportunity within the ICA you'll get the chance to amplify stories maybe that are often overlooked or not talked yeah. about? Yeah. Absolutely, because if we're not protecting and amplifying and transforming the view of what Canada is, then I guess we're not serving, right? Because mm -hmm. we're, we're here to serve. And I think that's part of what I really like about this is that I'm here to serve the people. I'm here to serve my neighbor. I'm here to serve the industry. I'm here to make sure that we can build that brighter future. And yeah, we have to amplify those stories. We have to make sure that they're being told because they matter in the north right mm -hmm. and we have to protect them we have to protect all of us and then we're going to be transforming through that yeah. then we transform and that's what the pillars of the ICA are wow that's amazing that's incredible are you feeling ready for the uh, rapid fire round I am <laughs> wait, wait let me yeah. let me have some water okay okay we go what was your first ever job i was a dishwasher at rose's cafe at the silver saddle in basin montana amazing. it was pretty amazing i made 425 an hour man 
uh, night owl or early bird? It depends. I, I think a night out. Yeah. Cat or dog person? Dog. Yeah. Like to first go thing running. That you, first thing that you ever marketed? Ooh, the first thing I ever marketed was a pair of beaded earrings. Yes. Nice. Uh, dark or milk chocolate? Dark chocolate. A favorite word right now? Fantastic. Nice. Last charity you supported financially or with your time and why? The last charity I supported, geez, I don't even know. Okay. I can't think of one. That's okay. Uh, That's bad. That you, no, it's all good. What's a movie that you just love you could watch over and over again? The Big Lebowski. Nice. The uh, Dude. Song, the Dude, nice. Favorite <laughs> song or album on repeat right now? Um, I would have to say Savage Love. Uh, if you weren't doing this job in maybe another multiverse, what would you be doing with your life? I think that I would be living in the mountains and picking berries and living traditionally. Yeah, it's still in my heart as the way to be. It's amazing. Um, app on your phone that you just can't live without? <laughs> my Fitbit. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite children's book you've ever read? Oh, I love all the Paul Goebel books. Yeah, they're all beautiful. Uh, best thing you ever bought for under $10? Mm, I think I would have to say a little black dress at Value Village. Nice. Uh, what's the most important thing you ever changed your mind about? Getting out of the industry, the news industry. Mm -hmm. Nice. Business or marketing book that you recommend? Hmm... I would say it is the YouTube formula. Okay. Yeah, I learned a nice. lot about the algorithms and, and how it all works on YouTube. It's pretty amazing. Nice. Uh, podcast that you'd recommend? Oh, I love Brene Brown. Well, and yours, of course, but like, nope. you know. Brene Brown. Yeah, she's amazing. It's great. Uh, newsletter or website that you recommend for resources or inspiration? Mm, oh man, just like a couple of them. I guess I would have to say, I always go on you or on LinkedIn and I check out all of the, like it's called NDN or Indian Collective mm -hmm. um, and what's happening on APTN. And there's an indigenous business, Indigi business, I think it is on on LinkedIn on those ones. And of course, like the Harvard Business Review. Nice. Uh, what about a life hack that you'd be willing to share? A life hack. Ooh. Um, a life hack. I guess what I, I would have to share is if you're trying to be healthy and up your water, one of the things that I really like to do is I will squeeze some lemon into an ice cube tray and then fill it with water and then freeze it and then you have frozen ice water. So then it, you know, it tastes good. Frozen lemon ice water, excuse me, tastes good. And then, yeah, just kind of get involved a little bit in that way. That's awesome. Uh, what about skills required for a new economy? So uh, job skills that you look for, that you recommend people nurture and work on? Mm, skills for a new economy. 
I feel like communication skills, interpersonal communication skills are going to be key across the board, whether you're whatever industry you're going into. And um, yeah, that would be the number one thing because you can learn so much from your coworkers and you can learn on the job. But if you're not going to ask questions or you need to be relatable. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, any ways that people can reach you if they want to get a hold of you or follow you or learn more about yourself or the ICA? Yes, absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter. So it's Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L-C-S-W underscore TV. Um, You can find us, the ICA, at theica.ca. And um, you can also follow me on LinkedIn. Please reach out and uh, connect with me. I'm all about networking and building community. So those would be the key places. That's awesome. That's awesome. And um, people can become a member of the ICA. Go to the website. They can sign up, join. Uh, Yes. And it's a a wonderful community to be a part of. so many wonderful perks. I'm still learning about perks and benefits and incredible work that the IC is doing, the ICA is doing behind the scenes that I didn't even know about, but then I find out they've been doing all sorts of advocacy and support work, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, the one of the big ones being um, the partnership uh, with building, or excuse me, not building, but um, with welcoming in the Ukrainian workers that have come to Canada. I think that is an amazing initiative that Scott has you know, pushed forward in the last few weeks. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Uh, one of many, many. It keeps happening. It keeps, <laughs> yeah. keeps popping up. Well, Rachel, thank you for joining us here on Marketing News Canada. Congratulations to uh, those of you that have discovered this podcast and are listening to the new ICA podcast and show. Uh, and Rachel, congratulations on the launch. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. We'll see everyone next time on Marketing News Canada. And enjoy uh, episode two of the ICA podcast. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.